0: Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of the Positive Vibe Enthusiast. I am your host, Tashi, and tonight I have two returning special co-hosts, and I am so excited to have them with me. Coming out of the dirty south, I have Jay. Jay, how are you? How's life? I am well. Everything is
1: good. I have no complaint. Life is good. Excited to be here tonight. I can't wait to talk
0: about the hot topics. What's going on in the world today? Yes, I am excited (laughs) to have you because it has been some current (laughs) events. right (laughs) i see you brought a friend with you i'm so excited um kind of in my area um how are you cam thanks for coming back
2: hey hey i'm good i'm good not doing much but
3: yeah i'm good
0: (laughs) that's good that's good well, I am so happy to have you both back. Um, the last episode you guys were on definitely got a lot of buzz, and every you guys had people definitely entertained. So I am definitely happy to have you both back tonight. And, you know, just coming off of a hiatus, I, it's is getting crazy. Like, let's just have a moment. We have to kick the show off with the greatest battle of our lifetime, August 5th. <laughs>
3: Like,
0: <laughs> like, can we just talk about that, guys? What are uh, your thoughts?
1: Movement. I'm just proud of it. I'm happy. I'm. I'm glad to be a part of history. Um, damn. Um, <laughs> it's about damn time. It's about damn time. Exactly. Um, I'm ah. just saying. Uh, it's uh, you know, I was I was listening to a show today. And they was talking about the bra. And I mean, I'm going to ask y'all, maybe y'all can help me dissect this question that he asked. Because I was slightly confused when he asked it. Because he was like, well, how do we heal and move on from this as far as the bra? And I'm just like, there's so many other things we haven't healed from. Like, this is the beginning. What are we talking about? Uh So I was just, like, really confused why that, you know, he would even ask something like that. but. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I, I, why why do we have to start this time <laughs> with whatever that is? Uh, how do we heal from this? Um, I don't know if we. I, I feel like we joked about it a lot. I don't know if we actually sat in it and and like realized how big of a moment it could be if we play the cards right. That that's how I've been looking at it. Um, I definitely had a ball watching it. I mean, I'm trying to figure out if I enjoy this moment or January 6th more. Both of them were great moments in American history as far as August 5th and January 6th, two great moments Um, for different reasons. But I laughed (laughs) a lot in both moments. So um, like, I think one of the things that I saw is everybody saying we need to get this chair and put it in a museum, and like symbolically, the chair does represent something. But I feel like mm-hmm. we only need to put it in a museum if we actually like take this moment and move it and, and move in that same type of energy going forward.
3: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm.
2: And um, I think if if that's the case, then this will probably be like the chair where. You know, I can't think of anything else better to say, but like, this is the chair when white people realize they need to have several seats. If, if that's what we... <laughs> <laughs> if that's what it says on the back banner of the wall, I would be happy with that. This is the day white people realize they need to have a seat. I'm fine. Oh,
1: yeah. I I, I think we're tired of the Karens and the Kenneths. They're, they playing too much. Exactly. Not the Kenneths. Yeah, that's, that what, that's what I'm calling. Them. That's what I, I'm calling them now. I don't. I don't know if yeah, you know. That's know. my name. That's the name I'm calling them, Because so they're like you know. Oh, they they the male Karen. I'm like, no, nah, I'm just going to start calling them Kenneth. They need a male I, name. I, I need to address them properly. They're Karen the Karen and Kenneth.
2: I dressed as Ken for a Barbie party, so I'm not feeling that. I think Kyle. Just,
1: you do you want Kyle? Is Kyle better?
2: Common. How about that? Common. <laughs> Connor, not Common. Oh, Connor! Common oh,
1: that's what, that's what, It was, Common Hey, is, he got a little muffled. I'm sorry, I missed, I, missed, is, I missed it. I'm like First
2: of all, Common is a Chicago rapper. First of all, right? You
1: that's know, what I'm saying. Hat. That's all I was like, it's Common, respect.
2: where that come Chicago from? Okay. And Common is one of the most pro-black rappers. Like we, you know, oh yes,
1: yeah,
2: we can discuss whether or not you know, you know, Common is one of those ones that slip through the gaps. He like a future without the people seeing the toxic you know looming mm-hmm. off of but he definitely uh, you know people the street so,
0: yeah I love common I
2: do, I do too. too that's one of my favorite rappers he's in my top five of my growing up rappers but yeah that's,
0: but I that's said con- con- what do they call it conscious rap
3: it's conscious mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah it's conscious rap yeah, yeah. I enjoyed, I enjoyed that rap. Um, but I also enjoy little ratchet tunes once in a while.
2: <laughs> I, I I'm sure that's what, that's what was playing when them people were getting beat on that boat. I mean, getting they were getting corrected um, on the pier in uh, was, Alabama.
0: For me, watching it, it was like a proud moment, especially mm-hmm. for me when I saw the gentleman uh, jump off of the ferry to swim mm. to help. Like,
3: okay,
0: that that just did something to my spirits because so much, so many times people see things and we don't um, intervene. Like we're mm. we're so trained to just right. mind our business, you know. And sometimes when you come across things like that, you can't just not help help somebody out, you know, whether right. they look like you or not. Like, try to help. Like right. this is crazy. But right. to see Black people assemble like that, like, we need more of it, more organization. Like you said, we need to keep that same energy to have real change um, in yeah, this country, make good. it better for the generations after us, you know, because they the future.
3: Yeah, and I, I, can't,
0: I can't wait to purchase some apparel. Uh, I don't know You're about funny. you. <laughs> hey, I'm, getting, so... I'm,
3: getting,
2: so I'm getting
1: some t-shirts and some earrings. And, yeah,
2: when you just... When you just said black people assemble, I, I was like, Yeah, we had a song a long time ago with uh, uh Warren G when they say regulators. Yeah mount up. Uh-huh. <laughs> mount up. <laughs> like that's what happened. But yeah. what you, something else you just said sparked a thought. It was like you said you were proud. And I was like, I, to be honest with you, this was like a real a real life moment, like I'm pretty sure we all felt the same way, like when we saw Black Panther. Like yeah. kind of felt proud, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we actually on the screen, like doing something big. Like yeah. I felt good watching Black Panther. And the reason why I think I felt good watching this is because like there was no reason to stick up for that person besides it was the right thing to do, and it was just like black people in solidarity. And I think that's out. That, that was dope. The other mm-hmm. thing that you said that's kind of funny. I'm I'm gonna let this one slide because you were talking about the boy who swam over and helped out. So yeah. I would consider him a gentleman. But I've always had an issue with like the news reports, like two gentlemen shot and robbed five people yesterday. Why are we still calling them gentlemen? You know what I'm saying? So, oh yeah. I so when you said it, it just and then I was like, like, see what she gonna say? Okay, so. He was a gentleman, so I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. This time. Said was
0: not, look, I am not one of those. I'm, I'm not going to say there's good on both sides. I'm going to just stick no. stick with a side. And as like, I'm happy that they he jumped off that ferry to go help. Like
3: that's
1: yeah. But I wonder, had no one jumped in, what would have happened to that? that... He
0: would have died. It would have been another
1: story. Uh, that... That's what gonna... I. That's what I was thinking. That mm-hmm. what would have happened as well.
0: And, I mean, know, I'll,
2: I'll, go ahead. Oh no, no, that's what I was gonna say. Because, like, like looking at the video, the reason why I said I was proud, not because, not necessarily just because I saw black people doing like coming together, but you got to think too. We get a lot of videos that go viral of watching us die. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we mm-hmm. watching ourselves, like, like not even if we die, but just like the way that. We get arrested and, you know, and it just like kind of like makes your blood boil when it raises all of these levels in your body for no reason. And this was just one of those moments where it was just kind of like, man, I'm, I'm glad to see it. I don't care what it looked like because I know now they're trying to spin it like, oh, they're just violent. But it started off with four dudes jumping one person, you know. So, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. on top of that, he was a security guard. He's law enforcement. Like, however you want to play it, like, again, you don't really care about the stuff you say you care about because you beat up a security guard. Like,
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, like, it, I, it needed to happen. It was kind of an equalizer. Um, it was mm-hmm. hard for me to watch the old woman get hit over the head with the chair. But on the Not same token, it, I feel like it needed to happen because this was violence, but no one lost their life. I hate to say it, but a lot of times when it's the other way around, someone always dies. Like January 6th, a lot of people lost their lives that day and lost their lives afterwards due to PTS and, you know, taking their own lives after that January 6th situation. So Mm -hmm. at least, like, this was an equalizer and like that woman said on TikTok, like, Black people actually showed restraint during the correction, as Cam put it. Mm -hmm. So, like, it has to be something said about black people and the grace that we give, even in the midst of adversity,
3: yeah.
2: or in the midst of administering punishment.
3: Because <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> like that. that's definitely what was going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it was. Um. Like I said, it, to me, it was it was a good moment. Um. I think we should. Going forward, see more of that. I, I, the one thing that
1: I'm going to ask that I'm going to ask, no, but but gonna ask it, that. Like, do we think ahead. that we're going to come together again? Like, if that ever happens to one of us again, like I, I feel you know, like, I yeah. so. we, did we think, get it? Did we get it this time?
0: I think well, so. I I think I, that, and then the crazy part about this is, it's not just black people that's going to help out other black people doing this. It's it was a lot of brothers and sisters with the Hispanics and. And everybody supporting us on that, like, yeah, mm. about damn time, like, like you were saying. So I think that people are going to think twice before acting like that.
3: Yeah,
2: they'll, they'll scan the room before they
0: yeah.
2: decide to swing that. Time.
0: Yeah, because
1: you know what? I wanted to share the story. I, I shared it with you, Cam, but I don't think Tasha knows mm-hmm. about it. But when I was in the restaurant the other day, I told you.
3: About
1: it. Mm-hmm. But I, w- I went to the restaurant, and uh, it was a group of Caucasians sitting at the table. And I, it was two, you know, white guys in front of me. So I got behind the two guys to order my food. And one of the guys got up from the table. And he steps in between me and the two white guys. So I looked at him like, where did you just come from? So he turned around and he was like, oh, we're all together. I'm going to go ahead and, you know, I'm, I'm paying for, you know, all of our lunches or whatever. And I was just thinking in my head like, oh, Okay. Because I'll grab one of these hats and throw it up in it real quick and we'll have another <laughs> August 5th. But you know, just saying, you know, like yeah. I'm so pissed. <laughs> I was like, oh, we all got the Batman signal. We know what it is now. All of all the black yeah. folks back there in that kitchen. Play with me if you want to.
0: Yeah, the way he threw that hat, <laughs> man.
3: When they said
1: what they say, Bobby Smur, The bitch tried to tell it us. It
0: really was.
3: <laughs> what
0: a time to be alive.
1: Uh, <laughs> that's what I said. Oh, that's funny.
3: we're
1: gonna talk about yeah. this from here on out boy this is i'm telling you it's a great move it's a great time to be here on earth it is to I'm me excited.
0: that's the the highlight of 2023 uh three so far i mean it's not over but so far that's <laughs> that's number one for me that has happened
1: i don't year. know because we might have another one you never know it might be bigger and better
0: well i don't Just I, I am not endorsing the violence, but right. what they say. The no, person, I'm
1: not, I'm not, I'm not endorsing it, numb. but they but they but they kicking it off. So just say it. I don't yeah. endorse violence. I don't you know I I don't think that that's how we should act. But
3: we uh you said what?
1: Go ahead,
3: ahead Zayda.
1: No, I'm just saying, like you know, in the midst of something like that happens again, it is what it is. That's what they say.
3: Yeah,
2: I would say I would say we don't in, we don't endorse violence, but we do have a blueprint. Well, to hey. take care of y'all. we got a blueprint now. So, I, I, yeah, I think I you know the, the the other thing that I and I've been saying this for years, and I think that this is kind of like this to me expressed to other people. Um, that we value one another. Cause I've been saying that for years. That like the the issue in the black community and why we like kill each other or why we harm each other. And and like I don't want to turn this into a black on black because you you harm the people that are closest to you. You know what I'm saying? So like, and I I believe that. So like, whatever community of people you happen to be amongst, those are the people that you usually harm or harm you. It it. The people close to you, proximity situation. So, just speaking on being around black people and being with black people, I feel like a lot of the time um there and it shows. shows and mm-hmm. like even in the way we feel like we should be punished, and that's crazy because you can you can have somebody who you know if, if they sh- shoot and kill somebody. Like, dang, man, he going to jail. He shot and killed somebody, and then they like, and it was a white dude. It was like, oh, he ain't never getting out of jail. See, you don't say that when it's a black person, but when you say like, he killed a white person, oh, he ain't never getting out of jail. Like, even in death, we value white people more than we value ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I think, I think, when you see what happened in that moment, it was. Black people valuing other Black people in the show, and that I think that speaks more values about what happened to anything else. The the, um, the coming together spoke more than that chair smacking on people's heads and you know people getting pushed in the water. Whatever might have happened on the dock, that was like an outward representation. But I think the um, the value that we show
3: for each other is is what uh, stuck out to me the most.
0: Well, that that that's a that's a good way to put it, especially us us putting value in each other. I didn't think of it from that angle at all, but yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah.
1: I just hope we continue to you know think like exactly. that about one another. You know? Exactly. I hope this ain't you know just a one and done. You know? No,
2: and that's why I was e- e- even about outside
1: of a, e- out. even outside of a brawl. I still feel like we need to value you know each other
3: outside each other. of right exactly
1: yeah I, you know don't just value just because something happened between us and another race but even right. after it's all said and done we still need to consider and continue to value each other's lives exactly. but, i mean yeah like that, I yeah. agree with that that was excellent point excellent no yes. but,
2: but yeah like you said not just outside of the other race but again you fight back when it's white people because you, you bow, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, mm-hmm. like I wrote a poem, uh, I don't know, Jay, I, I feel like I'm just going to say it. But anyway, I wrote a poem and the premise of the poem is let a white man kill me. Like, I feel like if, if, uh, uh, if I'm in the city and somebody runs up to shoot me, I look, take whatever, but don't you kill me. Let a white man do that. And that's how I feel. Um, and I know it sounds crazy, but I feel like, um, on my end, I feel like let them have that burden of taking my life away. You don't take that burden. That's how I'm looking at it. But mm-hmm. if you, if you see it from the outside, it, 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 it might not look that way to other people, but that's how I'm taking it. But I think when you value your brother or your sister, you will rather see them doing good than to be harming them. And um, mm-hmm. I, I just kind of feel like that's um, that's where we need to be. Um, let them have that burden, you know. Let them have that burden of taking us out of here. If they want us gone, let them
3: have that burden.
0: No, I agree. And that's I awesome. I mean. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I, I agree with wanting. I, I guess I, the better word is I understand. I understand uh-huh. where I'm coming from with yeah. rather than having a, a white white person. Yeah. Well, but,
2: you know the reason. Okay, I'll break it down a little more because the reason why I would say it that way is because if I just kill, if I didn't get killed, and, and it would go even deeper than just a white man, but if I was killed by a black guy on the street, we talk about it for a day. The people who know me would talk about it and then be done. But if a white man kills me, it's probably gonna make national news. If a cop kills me, y'all gonna march in the streets and y'all gonna want justice if a cop kills me. That's why I was saying it like that. Because like don't just let me get killed by just some you know what I'm saying? Like for no reason. Um I feel like my my um my main statement in that whole thing would be to explain to people i am trying to find better reasons to die than the reasons that they give us as young black people i don't want to die over a pair of shoes i don't want to die over a chain or a car or a watch i don't want to die over a brick of cocaine or messing with somebody else's woman or something like that. Those are not reasons why I want to die. So I'm trying to find a better way to die and that's kinda like where all this is from. It sounds crazy, but you know, that's the thought.
0: No, I, I get it. I I, I understand that. It's, yeah, it has to be better way, like I said, more meaningful ways to have lived life for it to better end about.
2: Yeah, better reasons. Maybe maybe that's what I meant to say I think yeah. I meant to quote, Yeah. A better no, reason. I get it. No, uh, I, I,
0: I I, exa- I know exactly what you're saying, because those are the things that has been not only just taught to us and even in the shows that we saw growing up, a lot of the storylines mm-hmm. is troubled black youth and just barely <laughs> making out of the hood. And, mm-hmm. right. You know, like Keisha's got mm-hmm. a baby, you know,
3: right.
0: oh, all this this <laughs> stuff. So I, I definitely understand where you're coming from with that. And that kind of actually gives us a nice segue over uh-huh. to uh, the Queenmaker. I'm oh. not sure if everyone is familiar with the Queenmaker. Um, I don't know, Jay, if you sent me her footage or if I sent, I don't know how we found her.
1: You sent it to me and then I reached her, researched her and I started listening to her on YouTube. And then mm-hmm. I think I sent both of you guys, you know, some of her uh, teachings and different things that she's uh, Telling women as far as you know how to date and and dealing with the male, as she would say.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So for, for uh, those for those listening who who don't know, the Queen Maker is a woman. I believe she is from Dallas or is in the South or something like that. She's from
3: New Orleans.
0: Uh, she or from she's,
2: from, she's from Louisiana. Oh, I think so- she's from Shreveport, actually.
0: Okay, so she's from Louisiana, and she is her what real name is, is Priscilla, I believe is what they call her, Priscilla, and mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. is basically um, teaching women to get more in tune with their feminine energy, and she uses science and philosophy to uh, get her point across about how women, um, or femininity, is the tr- is the true reigning, I guess, energy, um, and is. The supreme of, of being basically um, I have my thoughts and I'll save mine for last, but I'm interested to see what cam thinks of her since Jessica you know did send you her some of her footage like what are your thoughts?
2: um so my my first thought when I saw the video, I believe I I believe I talked to Jay and I asked her I said, well, um is she is she gay? Uh, That was the first thought. So I listened to some of her, um, some of her speaking, and I kind of, I I guess my issue with what I've seen from her is not necessarily what she's saying or how she's saying it. I, I I don't disagree with everything she says. I also don't agree with everything she says. But the problem that I had is the the interviewers ask terrible questions and they ask not only do they ask terrible questions they also don't follow up with questions like once you get a good nugget off of a question that you do happen to ask like the follow-up is not there and so for me i feel like everything that i've heard from her is a lot of surface level stuff because nobody's delves into what she's actually saying when you give her the first question and she'll just give you a surface level answer and nobody dives in. So I I'm, I'm I'm kinda conflicted on how I feel about it because like on one hand she said um in one of the videos I saw, the guy asked her, so he said, a lot of people are saying you're like the uh, female Kevin Samuels or Charleston White. And she would say, um, "Yeah, I see that," and then she say, "But men tell half truth, and I tell the full truth. So some of what they say will come out in what I'm saying." And she'll say that, but then she turns around and explains how the woman is ahead, and and men come from women, and and it just it sounds like the conversations are conflicting. And so I couldn't really get a good grasp on her, <clears throat> but the reason why I did ask um, if she was gay because she she sounded very masculine in her standpoint as far as uh, as far as what she's speaking, and I get the um I get her beef with the pa- patriarchal system. I get her beef with that. Um, and I, like I said, also I don't disagree with her feeling like. Everyone comes from a woman, but it's just the way she's saying it, and I I can't really tell if it's because how she's saying it or how they're asking the question. I don't know if that even answers your question, but that's really my spin on most of the stuff. I can't really get a good grip on it right now. I have my opinion, but
0: yeah for for me i I think that what she's talking about is definitely. Um, beneficial for for younger women if they if they listen but i also feel like women are going to have to go through what they go through learn the hard way too when you learn these lessons as far as what she talked about with how women should date um i i didn't think that she was i was kind of on the fence about her sexuality which is interesting because when i first saw kevin samuels Mm-hmm. I thought he was there. Exactly. And I, I remember telling exactly. Jay, like, I think it's kind of cool that men are listening to this gay man give them advice of You, should, you should. And I, that exactly. for them.
2: And and, I, and see, and so and and with that, that the, the reason why I asked is because I I couldn't tell if she was speaking from a place of hurt. You know what I'm saying? That's why I asked. because like it
0: it does does give a level of this being bitter that right
2: and that and that's why i couldn't because you know i've seen on so many different podcasts and so many different uh these conversations on youtube where people are giving their opinions about stuff and when they give their opinions, it's coming from a hurt place. It's coming like some people are church hurt. Some people are butt hurt, whatever, you, whatever kind of hurt it is. A lot of people are hurt and they speak, but they speak with so much authority that people just take it and don't question it. Yes. And that's why I said, without a good interviewer, the interview just kind of does what it wants to do. And and that's why I can't really get a. I mean, I have my opinions, like you said. I, I, I that's the main reason why I asked though, was she gay? Because I was trying to figure out if she one of these women who I've had enough of men. Because it it kind of sounds like she's bashing men to a degree, but at the same time, I have been accused of being like I don't know what you call it when a guy like I just don't agree with the back and forth and the, the you know the, the weak fine or the uh the inconsistency of a lot of people uh these days and so for me that's kind of like uh where i was with her whole um uh her whole the interviews that I saw her.
0: Yeah, they have well the the interviewers it is a certain type like how she talks about how she went on an episode of I forgot the name of the the, 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 it's a bunch of guys who have like young ladies on there and they yeah fresh and, they, fit. Yeah, it's fresh and fit. yeah so that, like, that episode I, I i watched that whole episode and it was quite upsetting the way they were treating those young ladies on that show well to be mm-hmm. honest with
3: you but they she do that. only
0: goes she only goes on interviewers that are on the level of fresh and fit so she always looks superior next to to those types of interviews. I mean,
2: well, and that and that would be, you know, well, you know, like one of the videos I saw was after she did the Fresh and Fit. And it was a guy, he was asking questions, but it, it seemed more of a like, I'm in awe that you're in my presence. So he didn't mm-hmm. dig down, you know? And that's, that's the issue. Because I saw part of the Fresh and Fit and um, those guys, yeah. Like I said, it's a lot of clowns that have podcast equipment nowadays. So for me, <laughs> that's a whole different... I would be shunned for talking about those type of guys um, or like a DJ academic. Like I've been saying, academics is terrible for the culture. He's terrible for black people. He's just terrible in general. Not because he's a nerd, because there are nerds that I, that I find interesting. There are nerds that I find add value to black spaces but he's not one of them and <laughs> the stuff that he does negative it negatively affects us and he mm-hmm. he adds no value to the culture as far as I'm concerned but for whatever reason these are the types that get platform which is why I never openly said anything negative about Kevin Samuels, because I understand the abrasive approach but I do also uh, agree that you know some of the stuff he was saying was kind of crazy because I don't understand how you determine people to be high value or low value based on the amount of kids they have or the amount of money they make. I, 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 my only thing with that is I feel like I don't think people are on any type of level. I've never felt like people are on like, oh, they're out of your league. They're out of your league. I've never felt like that. I've I've never felt like anybody's out of my league because I don't believe in leagues like that. But what I will say is you might not have access to everybody. You might not be able to get in the same rooms as everybody because I kind of feel like if I got in a room with anybody, I can talk enough to where, you know, or I, I have enough interesting things to say that they'd actually be like, oh, I like him.
0: No, absolutely. For me, I, I don't necessarily. I think there's levels in consciousness in this life. That's what I think. Because I mean,
2: okay, I get you. That. Yeah, that's
0: what I think. I think it's just it's different levels of consciousness because you can be like you can be talking to me and and Jay right now and right. and blink, crazy have like th- crazy chain of events, and now you're in the room with flipping all kind of people talking. Like and probably in a crazy scenario, like that's how life is. But mm-hmm. I also think it's you. You get there once for me. I just believe it's levels and attraction and alignment. Like I really feel mm-hmm. like that's that's what what gets us connected in that sense.
2: Well, I think that would be like like I said, like then the access. Like you get the access through the connections that you have with other people. But yeah. just to say. They're not on your level. Just, I mean,
3: yeah. You I, can't face face off I think it's HR. an access.
2: Yeah, I think it's an access issue. Like, who do you have access to? Like, who who do you have connections with? And yeah. so, um, that part so of Kevin Samuel, con- exactly. Because some people try to block you out, even though because they know, like, you might not have the money, you might not have whatever the look, whatever whatever it is, you might not have. I know for sure it's people that will keep you out of certain rooms because they know that your energy and your vibe is going to connect with the people that is going to take you to another level, and they don't want to see you get there because yeah, that, that it's about
0: a truth right there.
2: Yeah, they they're gatekeepers, mm-hmm. you know, and so I just kind of feel like it's the access. Um and and that's why like I didn't agree with that part of Kevin Sanders' conversation. I thought that part was totally crazy. But, yeah, I um, I couldn't disagree with everything you said because I mean some of it is just about having some some pride about yourself, you know. And I kind of feel like maybe that's what she was like, taking. Yeah, yeah I little,
3: agree.
2: Yeah, I serious
0: agree
3: to some degree.
0: Yeah, you have like she said the power is um access. Don't let everyone have access to you. I think that is a great me- message for mm-hmm. anybody not just women but any anybody. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Well, that's what yeah. I want to know is like why are we allowing other people to tell us our work? Well, some cuz we Priscilla when she when she does talk um you know and as with a lot of women we allow men to tell us like as Kevin Samuels used the word value, you know, like mm-hmm. the value in us. And it's like why why do we allow like ourselves, like the individual, allow you know, a man or a woman to tell you if you're oh well you got seven kids so you, you, you ain't can't,
2: you can't because well, Kevin Samuel Kevin Samuels will tell you you can be you can be the type of person that Quit jobs because you don't want to pay child support. You never see your kids. Um, you rob people. You steal, but you got two million dollars in the bank. You're considered high value according to Kevin Samuel's standards. You're a high value man, <laughs> but you <laughs> like so. So, like, what are we talking about? What's high value? Or maybe we should define what value is to other people. Um, Because, yeah, what if you do got seven kids? But what if the seven kids you have, what if all seven of your kids are computer geniuses or something like that? And you started off that way. And now, you know, y'all all all have a a bunch of businesses. But you're a 45-year-old woman with seven kids and they all started their own business and everybody and all of your kids are rich. But you have seven kids. Like what are we talking about? I I
0: don't know. I I think I, I think the, the power that we allow people is it's, it's from programming. It starts mm-hmm, first. Mm-hmm. It, it begins with programming. Maybe we saw a, adult figures in in our lives um, really light up when somebody gave them a compliment. So so when mm-hmm. we get a compliment, we're like, ooh, you know, or whatever. I think I think it, I think it's from what we how we were raised um how did we see relationship dynamics growing up
1: Um, Mm -hmm. how
0: how did our parents how did our parents give us self-esteem like did you have parents i think having parents that was very um very instilling of self-esteem helps helps uh adults later in life versus kids Mm -hmm. who are raised by parents who were um very negative it wasn't positive reinforcement it was very negative it was pointing out the mistakes not necessarily highlighting what's right so i think that makes a big difference and that can also have an effect on how you allow people to treat Uh, you you know Mm -hmm. yeah so i think all that can combined
2: i would agree um i think so just based off of this conversation we're having now i i i want to bring up a, a thought that i had so I don't know if y'all have seen, I don't want to name the the group of people. I don't want to name any of them, but there's this like, they do a podcast, but they like record talking about relationships, but they're on a stage and there's people in the crowd asking <laughs> questions. Y'all, y'all know might what know talking. what I'm talking about. Y'all I might know what, I'm know
1: what you're talking. talking about.
2: <laughs> but they, they do this thing, right? And so like one day I'm I'm like scrolling on Facebook and I see it come across my screen. And it just hit me like there, like, oh my God, this is what black people are doing to replace church. That's how it came to me. Like, this is what Mm -hmm. our generation are doing to replace church and like that, that coming together. And it just kind of like blew my mind because like when I'm sitting there thinking about it, I'm like, yes, y'all make some good points. Yes. Y'all be saying some wild stuff and y'all be giving some very bad advice. But the reason why I felt like I had an issue with it is because I I I, I haven't all the way researched, but I haven't seen anything. See, And this is the issue. If you are doing some good, it should be readily available for me to see just like the bad shit that I'm seeing. I'm sorry. Can I cut? I'm sorry.
3: Yeah, you can cut
2: Okay. Well, just like the bad stuff that I'm seeing y'all do, like or the stuff that I feel is questionable, I should see the good stuff at the same level. That's just me. So while I'm watching this, and I'm seeing y'all give all this advice and I'm seeing what the host, who I think is a clown, because I feel like when people say the truth, you shouldn't flip over chairs and run across the stage and run around in circles. The truth is good by itself. You don't have to do all that goofy, goofy. I don't want to say I'm trying not to cut stuff, but you don't have to do all that goofy. Just be like, right. And you know what I'm saying? But that's just me. And maybe I'm telling people what to do at this point. We gotta put on anyway.
1: the show to keep everybody. Right.
2: It, it just feels like you, you're a clown. It just feels like you, you got that clown energy about you. So <laughs> um, so what I would say is I watched this, I watched some of the things they said, and and not once do I see like a sponsorship for like mental health advocates, um, mm-hmm. people like relationships. Uh, mending advocates or nothing like that. It, it, it seems like you, 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 y'all have a bunch of toxic conversations, and what's the solution? And then y'all take this show and y'all go to another city down the road, down I 65, I 94, I 80, wherever y'all going. Y'all take this show to another city and have the same argument with the same points. With another group of people, and then they take it and they go wherever they go, and now they arguing with their friends on Facebook all day. It's the wildest thing, but at the same time, you making money. Like I mean, so you making money and you arguing. I don't know if it's harming anybody. So I don't know. I feel conflicted with the whole thing. I don't know how do how do y'all feel about that? I don't
0: um, for me, I I as a as a person i wouldn't be a person that would buy a ticket to go watch that because Mm-mm. you Mm-mm. know like i just can't see myself like going like getting dressed getting in the car going to the arena or or the hotel um conference convention room convention. and right. to go to hear them speak and yell no no i that's not it's not made for me that's that's what i'll say Right. I know what you're talking about. I know the formula because that's definitely a formula, and it, it, and I'm not gonna say it's like church, but I guess, but it it's
3: like a replacement for church. Like,
0: yes, yeah, a replacement for a church. Yeah, do, I definitely. For me, it's it's not made for me. It's not my audience. Like, I'm not the audience base for that. Right. Um, no, but I mean, <laughs> but there are conferences that I like to go. Like, I'm a big. I would like to go see certain people do a TED talk. Like, I'm interested in
2: that. Yeah, yeah I like uh, TED talk. No, TED Talks I think, too. that's why I said. I think the, the, I think if they, if if they had more of the, like, solution-based yeah. system intact, I wouldn't have such an issue with it. Because let's be real, like, every church we've been to is not the best place to be either. And, and church likes to hide their nonsense under pretty makeup so I don't want to you know I don't want to make it seem like they should be doing church that's not what I'm saying Mm
3: -hmm.
2: what I'm saying is like I feel like people have decided to replace that with this and it just it feels like but are we like where do we go after we sit down and tell people how they should be sucking this or licking that and doing all of this where do y'all go after that like what are we doing after this
1: Mm -hmm. because I don't feel like I'm
3: sorry go ahead no go ahead
1: no I'm just saying like for me I just kind of feel like I've been through enough relationships at this point in my life to kind of know how to navigate and you know what's going to be best for me and what's not going to be best for me and I think if people just actually pay attention to the red flags when they are like dating or whatever the case may be these shows wouldn't even be necessary Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they wouldn't even be necessary in all uh, honesty it's like people get in these toxic situations and then you listen to somebody to tell you how to get out of a toxic situation when well, you knew from the beginning it was toxic so you sit and pay $75 for somebody to run around the room to tell you well you shouldn't be with this person if they're doing this and that and the third I don't need to pay you $100 for you to tell me that I'd do that uh, any damn way
2: And and the other thing is people getting their like how-to guide from other people. But the crazy part is like you don't know these people. You haven't grown up with these people. You don't know what they value. You know what I'm saying? So like they can give you some information oh this is what you should do but like what if that's not something that's valuable for your life, you know? Exactly. Um, and and I feel like that's why like you should it, it should be I think like if you're gonna ask people well how do I do with this you got some advice for that I feel like that's a more intimate thing like that should be for people who know you to yeah. ask advice like like why are you asking people who don't know you advice they don't know your they don't know, you know, the, the the things that drive you up a wall. They don't know any of that stuff, and you just gonna and they gonna tell you just some general, basic, bland, you know. I don't know.
0: Yeah, For I, me, it's giving the right before you know Jerry Springer will go into the audience and ask questions. Oh my god!
2: Right, Ricky <laughs> that's, that's Lake. That's what it's giving. It's Ricky Lake vibe.
1: Yes, I was just Marvel. about to say Ricky Lake. You took the word right out my mouth. <laughs> <Exactly. back. laughs> That's oh my God, that's
3: exactly what's going on. I said, "Wow, this is." I
0: guess,
3: like
2: you said, it's a formula. I, I just, I don't know. Yes, don't it's,
0: know. It's, but the again, attendant.
2: but again, they speak with authority. That's all you got to do. Like, or you can, you can give up a bunch of bull, but if you say it with compassion and you say it like you mean it, people will fall for it, and it's it's. You say all that crazy stuff, just like like when we when we talk about music, the city girls, like these the same girls who was at what was that what what award show was that when uh that was that J P and Uzi Burke got into it because he was looking at ice Spice on on the on the stage or he said her
1: name. I this don't know. About that. I,
2: okay, because I listen to I li- I listen to music, so I ha- I be I don't listen to their music, but. It happened. I think it was at the BEP award. and okay. Uzi Vert said Ice Spice name in the song, and his girlfriend and JP won the girls from uh, City Girl. and mm-hmm. they got into it on the floor, and it was like, you know, it was like, uh, like a big beef, and like she threw something at him and all this other stuff. But my thing is, like, these are the same girls that make music that tell you. Um, you know, F niggas free and I don't give a fuck about niggas. Like, all of this, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, wow. So, like, y'all really don't believe what y'all say, but the way you say it got everybody else
3: believing.
0: Yeah, and what's even crazier about about th- that generation mm-hmm. of rap is it's all written by men. So, these ghostwriters yeah. are men telling the yeah. women what to say. So, it's, it's, it's pimping, but in the rap world.
3: Well.
1: <laughs> so, and it's best.
2: So, then, so then when... When you get all these dudes calling other dudes sassy, you wonder what's going on because you don't want writing all these songs like this.
0: Facts, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. We didn't really get to go through all our topics today, no.
1: but that <laughs> but, is
0: okay because
1: I, we can I, do a part two. We can
0: do a part <laughs> two. They can do a part just, two. Time I'm flies.
2: Yeah, I'm fine with that.
0: Good, good. We'll we'll set it up for definitely a part two, y'all. And I just want everyone to, you know, enjoy the the rest of your week. Um, do something that you think that you can't do or you wouldn't normally do, just switch it up this week. That's 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 my advice for for the week going forward. You got any advice for the week going forward, Jay?
1: Um
0: For the week going
1: forward, for the rest of your life,
0: put yourself first. Both. Both. Put put yourself
1: first. That is my advice of the week and a lifetime. Put yourself first. Stop stop people pleasing. Stop, you know, making everybody else and everything. I mean, unless you got kids, then I can kind of see, you know, Mm -hmm. that particular situation. But outside of that, you know, make some time for yourself. Put a smile on your own freaking face. Make yourself happy that's my life. i like <laughs> it i I, I, am, I
0: am liking and applying what, what about you, you any any, um, any words for the week for the people
3: uh, uh, oh, any
2: words for the week for the people i wouldn't say um well okay so i've heard the flow say this a lot um i follow her that's like one of my mentors the flow assist from Tree or whatever so mm-hmm. I've heard her say this a lot and and she says it to poets, but I think it it can apply to anybody, so I don't know if it's like a thing for the week or but it, it is something to think about when you hearing stuff, um especially like if you're listening to this or something like that, so it would say, um, what she says is it's not my purpose to get you to listen to me, it's my purpose to get you to listen to yourself, mm. And I feel like if people when they listen into other things that people are saying, or even if they listen into this podcast, it's gonna spark some thoughts within you. And maybe you should go with those thoughts instead of just like listening to what
3: people say. Or you think about what you
0: think. I love it. That's that's mm-hmm. a perfect way to end this podcast. Definitely take time listen to yourself i like that because mm-hmm. the answer is all oh, answers oh, oh. are from within you know oh. mm-hmm. and i can't stress it enough because it is true and i know this and sometimes i forget life is a mirror so whatever you got going on inside will portray in your everyday life so do the work clean up clean oh, up goodness. your house amen all right, guys. Well, until next time, thank you so much for joining me, Cam and Jay. Thank you so much. And as always, have a good one, y'all. And take care of yourself. In the words of uh, Jerry Springer, and each other. <laughs> All right, <guys. laughs> Have a good one.